Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. We launched. Yeah. <laughs> after a month. Yep. Uh, Reloaded. We've, we've had uh, some shit going on. And uh, yeah, you know, we've been busy little beavers or busy, busy little bees to employ yeah. a uh, Masonic reference there. We've been industrious members of the hive. Yes, we have. And, and as a result, we haven't recorded. Yep. I got myself a new shirt. Ken thoroughly likes Stupid people keep me employed. Stupid people keep me okay. employed. This is true. I'm and just wearing all my Mossberg garb today. <laughs> I feel like I'm a sales I representative. I see the shirt. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to like coordinate all of my branding today. But, but we're back. We we had a conversation uh, via our little group me group, yep. and uh, we had a conversation about how we're going to start recording, getting back on the wagon, and uh, we're going to be pumping out more content to you uh, more and more. Yeah, today more videos. We're, today we're only doing it uh, rem- well, not remotely. What's the word I'm looking for? Offline. Offline. We didn't mm-hmm. go live today. Just decided. Out with it yeah. until we get back in the flow. We'll uh, so we can re listen and actually edit for a change. Maybe. Yeah, that's pretty Maybe. amazing. But today, episode oh god, what episode are we on? Let's find out. Let's find out what episode we're on. Mm. Uh, episode 228, and this is going to be uh, Freemasonry and Witchcraft. Somebody a while ago yeah. sent me an article about it, and there's actually a book apparently that's about it. Uh, the, the freemasons influence on pagan and witchcraft mm-hmm. uh, i don't have the book so i'm not going to read an entire freaking book but i do have an article here from uh, 2019 oh um, we didn't actually introduce ourselves oh yeah right. i'm right worship brother george Marjorie. and i'm worship brother ken <laughs> <laughs> see that's how long we've been out of the loop yeah we got like instagram people too. all right like, um i am no longer on facebook again i i Took, uh, I took the liberty of deleting myself off of Facebook. I said before that I'd never get back on it again. I did get back on it again because mm-hmm. I was going for a particular political post that yeah. I ended up getting. But realistically, uh, I deleted it because um, I wanted to. Yeah. And nowadays, if you have to promote yourself in any way, it's like you have to be on social media yep. whether you want to or not. And that, you know, that kind of sucks. Realistically speaking, and I'll speak on it real quickly, I'm... I found that the internet has become a very negative place. Uh, you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. There's no banter between two differences of opinions and still keeping it relatively uh, civil. civil. Yeah. I mean, there is one place on the internet where you can do that. Right here. Do you happen to know where that is, George? <laughs> right here. That's on our Discord server, <laughs> which you can gain access to for... Three or five dollars a month, Something a little like bit more that. if you want to contribute. That's fine too. But if yep. you join our Patreon, you will have access to that Discord where we do still have civil banter. Uh huh. And uh, you know, 
you're allowed to have a difference of opinion. You um, are. You may be razzed for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but there, there's no conjunction. What is that the word I'm looking for? Big fancy uh, word? Contention. Contention. That's the word I'm looking yes. for. Um, but I found that the internet is a very contentious place. It is right now, yeah. And uh, you're not allowed to have an opinion. And honest to God, you know, it just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Why am I sitting here? You know, I, again, I joined the internet. Again, I joined Facebook and all that stuff to, as a guy who's running for a political office trying to do the right thing of being hopefully a bridge or a gap between two ideologies if you will you're definitely a gap between right. something <laughs> you fuck. uh you know you try bridging that gap you try being the middleman you try doing uh, yeah, you had noble, work. You had noble, noble intentions, and it became quite self-evident that there are certain things that, no matter what you say or do, people are going to hold true to those opinions and shit all over you for them. So I gracefully decided to bow out, and uh, I'm going to stay that way. And if you want to reach out to me, you know how to get me. Uh, if you got my cell phone, I have a a email address through the town that I um, represent. So if they need to get a hold of me, there's ways to get a hold of me. And I am a firm believer in face-to-face conversation. Yeah. I do not like doing things over the internet and or Skype, Zoom, or anything like that. I would much rather meet a person face-to-face and have a civilized conversation mm-hmm. as it used to be. Yep. And Discord. You still have your Discord. And I still have my Discord. I'm assuming because yep. I saw you post uh-huh. this morning. Yep, yep, there, yep, so, yep. Yeah. I still have Discord. I didn't delete Discord. I would never get rid of my Discordians. Yes. Love them some bitches. Yes, exactly. That would be, um, that would be bad days if you just cut yourself off nah, entirely no, from no, the internet. No, no. Oh, no. I cut myself off of the social media with the, the keyboard tough guys. I, yes. I'm good with it. Um, in the famous words of Mike Tyson who said, Social media has become a place where people are allowed to express their opinions because they cannot get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it Mike Tyson? That was Mike that? Tyson. Okay. I'll actually look for the exact quote of what he said. But uh, he said... Uh, in the meantime, you want me to go through our, inst- our new Instagram followers? Yes. There are quite a few. Uh, so we have Wisconsin Masons, District 1. What's up, brothers? Daryl Moore, Alex Toey, Joey the Carp. I think I said him already. Uh, let me skip ahead a little bit. Uh, Sean Froman, Adolfo DeLima, Shay Howie Linder, uh, the Armadillo Lounge. Cool. Andrew Brown, <coughs> uh, Christopher Lolly, Ian Mercer, Pierre Pagan, Akif, Amenhotep Fidi. Nice. Yeah. Solid name if that's actually your first name, yeah, brother. Uh, Greg Jr., Adam Brooks, Mitch Hubler, Juan Delgado, Alex, Johnny Ryan Jr., Seven Ward, uh, Dennis Boyd, Michael Hamilton, Lance K. Ram, Serge Mukenge, 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 uh, Team Coburn, Dakota Scott, Shane Alexander, and Stephen Erskine. Thank you, brothers and friends. Thank you. And the actual Mike Tyson quote was social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and <laughs> <Disrespecting>. not <laughs> he picked up on that i like how you did that <laughs> disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it <laughs> nice. love that quote that yeah, that should cool. go on that should go on a postcard somewhere it really should, should all right our tagline or <laughs> disrespecting 
I was trying to figure out uh, which brother sent us the original idea to do uh, Freemasonry and witchcraft and stuff. It was somewhere on the social media that I'm no longer part of. Yeah, that's why I was kind of like digging around for it in your stead. Uh, I think it was on Instagram, but I can't seem to find it. All right, so here we go. Apple, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, we got a couple. Uh, This is from Biff2356. Okay. Biff, isn't that the guy who was um, uh, in Back to the Future? The protagonist or whatever. The protagonist of Back to the Future, right? His name was Biff, wasn't protagonist. it? Protagonist. That's probably the wrong term, but yeah, the uh, you know the the arch nemesis of Let's Marty. Just, just call yeah. it what it is. He was an asshole. Yeah, Biff Biff Tannen. Yes, Biff Tannen. That's yeah. right. Maybe yeah. that's him. Could Hi, be. Biff. Awesome podcast. Five star review. I am a new MM in Massachusetts. Oh, definitely him then, because he's an yep. asshole. Oh. Love you guys from Massachusetts. Uh, and this podcast helped me so much in my learning. Great topics for discussion on so many subjects. As well, so much humor in these brothers. We're funny? I guess. <laughs> Some may say. Just love it. And you don't. And you do not have to be an MM to enjoy this show? Nope. No, no, no. In fact, if you're curious about masonry, this is a great place to start. Love the history episodes, too. Cheers. Sean from... Oh, his name is Sean, so he's not Biff. That's all right, though. We'll still call you Biff. Yeah. Sean, quote, Biff Froman, St. Mark's Lodge, Newberry, Port, Newberry Port, Massachusetts. Nice. Cool. Toast him. Yeah, let's do it. Brother, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready? Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire off. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. We still got it. Oh, yeah. All right. This one's from Leroy415. Fun and informative five-star review. Enjoyable and doesn't make me want to automatically delete this that's awesome. You know what? That's high praise. Because you know how many podcasts ah, I've gone through shit. where it's like I listen to one episode and then I just purge it and just forget it. <laughs> remove it from my memory and from my app. I, I love freaking that. love the honesty. That's yeah, hysterical. Appreciate that. Good to know other, seek- other seekers out there, even though it looks like Masons don't have an answer to this puzzle planet. Nope. Not yet. Nope. Not yet. Uh, hello, sunshine. <laughs> That's a new one. Ah, I think this is my favorite fucking review we've ever had. (laughs) Not only did he say, hello, sunshine. Brutal honesty. But he also said it makes me not want to delete it right away. (laughs) That's all we can really hope for. That's freaking hilarious. All right. So uh, let's toast him. Kenny, you lead us. Yeah. Brother, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Oh, that was funny. God yeah, this is, I, I love that. And I apologize, I'm drinking the bitch twisted tea, but that's what that's I That's all right, because so. I'm drinking the claw. <laughs> what did you say when you walked in the door? The claw is the law. <laughs> it's because it is. Look, it's it's July, what is it, July 17th here in Connecticut. It's probably uh, 85 degrees shit. out there. It's going to be in the 90s next week, uh, and it is, it's humid, man. So, and especially some, up in this lodge room, like, it yeah. is hot. I got some under booby sweat. There's no lie yeah. about that. So, you got to drink this kind of stuff oh, if you're going to drink anything. And this is a White Claw Surf Citrus Yuzu Smash. Jesus Christ. I have no idea what yuzu is. It just kind of <laughs> tastes like flavored seltzer. So, 
Uh, and yeah, George has the twisted tea half and half, which is basically all sugar. But pretty much, um, yeah, we're we're not drinking heavy. That's IPAs because I'm sweet. Yeah, you certain, certainly are. Nice. So I was digging around looking for this brother, and I can't. I, I went through Instagram and Facebook. I know I talked to him uh, about no this topic, and I can't figure out who that hey, is. Hey, whoever the brother is who sent us this article, appreciate it. We're going to cover it right now. Yeah, we just have a lot of messages. So send us another message so that you're at the top of our uh, feed so that we can yep. give you proper attribution next time. Yep. So this article, uh, the name of the article is Witchcraft and the Freemasons, and it was uh, put out by Jason Mankey on January 7th, 2019. If you want to read along, it's on this website called pantheos.com. And it writes, several years ago, I was lucky enough to present a massive Samhain ritual at Masonic Hall in Santa Cruz, California. Uh, Sam Sam Hain? Sam Hain, Haney or something like that. So Sam Hain is like, uh, it's, I think it's the pagan word for Halloween. S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Yeah, Sam Hain. Uh, where the fuck cool. was I? Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, though rather nondescript on the outside, the building hosted a lodge, the Mason's name for a meeting space, that looked to me like a ballroom in a medieval castle. Uh, okay. Yeah, some, okay. some temples okay. are like that, yeah. Yep. Um, even more impressive is how the room simmered with energy. It wasn't witchery energy. It wasn't witchy energy, excuse me. Um, but it was close, and that's most likely because modern witchcraft has borrowed and adapted the whole host of things from the Masons. Agreed. Hmm. Okay. Most uh, organizations and or, not most, a lot of religions and... Uh, organizations borrowed a lot of shit from the Masons. Yeah, There's I mean, no we definitely stole Elk some school. of our. Yeah, <coughs> and we stole some of our stuff Eagles. from even or, older organizations. Uh, right. But yeah, you know, like the Odd Fellows, uh, uh-huh. you know, Skull and Bones, Skull and like Bones. all these organizations yep. that have popped up since definitely borrow. Yep. Um, a great deal of the terminology we use today comes straight from Freemasonry. This is, should be interesting. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Phrases such as so mote it be, and merry meet and merry part, and merry meet again were used in Masonic lodges long before they were uttered in in the magic circle. Magic mm. spelled with a K at the end. Yep. I have never heard that one before. Merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Yeah, I mean, we, well, we say it differently, um, but it's it's the, I think it's like the... Same concept. It's the, Yeah, it's the concept of the thing, right? It's like we, we meet on the level... We part on the square. Right. Oh, okay. So yeah, may yeah, we yeah. ever meet again. You know, that uh, kind of Okay, I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yep. Okay. Yep. I mean, I've never heard it used in that term, but I begin, I just want to be clear that rituals from different states, different. Yeah, they're definitely going to be different. And, and then you get the, the older traditional, you get the lodge tradition, like yep. Hiram One, who wears their apron under their jacket. Yeah. That, that, that could also be kept in their ritual yeah. uh, part as the... Um, Lodge tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes there's just idioms that pop up you right. know, from Freemasonry that aren't part of our ritual, like merry meet and merry part. And blah, blah, blah. That might have been just something that people used to say in the 1800s at a table lodge or something. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be ritualistic. Sometimes it's just, you know, a phrase that ends up on a postcard or something. So it's or if you're Creedence Clearwater Revival, it pops up in a song. Proud Mary. Anyway. Oh, okay. um, one, even the craft quote. 
as a synonym for witchcraft in Wicca comes from the Masons. Oh, there we go. The craft. That's what they call witchcraft. Yeah, the but craft. That, mm, it could have come from It could have come really. from... Yeah, it could have come from... Okay, I see what he's doing there. Is it craft with a capital C? Yes. Okay. Uh, right. Two, masonry has influenced more than modern witchcraft. It has influenced dozens of occult orders since the 1700s. If imitation is a serious form of flattery, then groups ranging from the Mormon Church to the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn owe the Masons a large debt. Agreed. Mm. We've had the crap flattered out of us. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it is not an exaggeration to suggest that Freemasonry has played a role in the initiation rituals of every occult and esoteric group since the last 350 years. Mm. Even groups that weren't directly influenced by the Masons most likely picked up something from them secondhand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, masonry has been influential not just because of its longevity, but also because its rituals, especially those pertaining to the initiation and elevation, are effective. Many of these orders also have three degrees. Chairs jacked up. I think this is Joe's chair. Maybe. It is definitely... Uh, Looser? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to swap chairs here before I end up I've had on it. the floor. Go ahead. Uh, I'll keep going so that you can... Uh, not end up on the floor or yeah. with the 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 chair post jammed crammed clean up your ass. <laughs> Ken got the uh, Ken got the lucky chair that got he's got the FMP podcast chair. There you go, Instagram. Snap that picture. Yeah. There we go. That's much. Oh, that's much more stable. Um. Too many people. Uh, too many people. The Masons are esoteric and occult order par excellence. And to others, they are simply a harmless fraternal organization. Oh, uh, boy. The truth of the matter probably lies between the two extremes. A little bit. He's basically saying we're more than a fraternal order, that's for sure. Okay. Right? We're not like the Lions Club. We're more than that, but we're less than, you know, evil society trying to take over the world and Illuminati and all that kind of Unless stuff. Unless you're so. gangrene. Uh, yeah, evil. Them, yeah. Um The truth of the matter lies in the extremes. So esoteric knowledge can be found in masonry if one is looking for it, and if someone isn't seeking such things, the order can be experienced without those elements. Agreed. Yep, That's 100%. What happened? People walking, looking out the window. Mm. Um, <laughs> is that against the law? No. Mm, okay. Um yeah, I guess I, I could see that. Um, I'm, I'm down with that because, you know, there are some people who, Alex DeFranzo, he's yep. Mr. Esoteric. Oh, yeah, he's way he's, into it. He's deep in down the esoteric hole. Yep. Um, some people take it as face value. I get out of the house. I get to meet with the brothers. I get to hang out. I get to do my thing, you know, yeah. uh, with a little bit of ritual involved. And they just take it as a community thing. Yeah. Uh, we got Chad Mullins, who uh, I think it's Chad, or is it Cody? Might be Cody. One, anyway, one of the two brothers uh, is big into the. Um, we got a whole bin right over there on the floor, of. Uh, oh yeah, the food the collection food pantry yeah. uh, yep. that we give to the local town. People are big into the community service thing. Yep. Uh, Raf does his car show, you know. But you got Alex who goes deep down the rabbit hole. He's looking for. He's looking to find God. You know? He's looking for like real, real <laughs> Masonic light. That's. I mean, that's the one element of Freemasonry that I never really got that much into. Me neither. I like everything else about it, and I just, I, you know, and I you enjoyed can pick the, and choose. I enjoyed the lessons, uh -huh. the life lessons out of it. 
Yeah. Uh, but never really did I go down the deep esoteric hole. Yeah, the symbolism for sure, but not like, you know, going all the way back to a little bit, alchemy. A little bit. And like, that's Joe. That's Joe's thing. That's I mean, there are some brothers. A little bit. Are... A little bit I do. And I'll tell you why. Because I read the Lost Book of Enki. You heard me read oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That got you. So yeah. that kind of got me sparked into it. So I go down a little bit and I mostly look at it from the where the hell did mankind come from? Yeah. And I'm a believer that inside of our rituals, there are things that are buried. I think the yeah. older ritual, uh, yeah. not so much newer ritual because they puked it all up and regurgitated it and added lines and shit that shouldn't have been in well, there. Different people made changes over time, which is, in that way, it's a lot like the Bible, right? You have like the original yeah. scriptures and then you have, you know, But why do we do that as people? And, why do we do that? Why do we always well, add more shit than we need to? Take the original freaking lesson and keep it with that for the bible i think it's more of a game of telephone right because there was okay. no real transcription per se i mean there was always uh, you get copy pasta kind of errors where like well, how know, about when in our ritual or freemasonry's continued use of its imprecations alluded to in its ancient yeah allegations, so that's totally different figurative the only penalty shut up get well, that out of there that was that was that, that was added due to like societal pressures over time that's a different <laughs> thing than i think the original you know, hate it retranscriptions of the bible but yeah i mean things get added uh for you know legal or uh societal but, reasons but why? things get subtracted because they're redundant or the if your terminology is too outmoded or whatever if you truly believe that we are going to actually do what we say we're going to do in our obligations and it's not just wholly figurative and that actually that have to you have to actually add it. it's like it's like putting a warning label on a hot coffee that's true you're gonna get burned stupid like, yeah i think it's implied that it's not meant to be taken literally but i don't like it you shouldn't have to baby spoon feed people these things you i believe in natural selection out. if you dump a, scre a screaming hot coffee on you and you didn't realize oh it wasn't hot and you sue mcdonald's for a million dollars shit on you you're mm -hmm. an idiot you dumped the hot coffee on you. And it kind of makes me think about, like, uh, you know, the, the, the judges or the uh, the grand juries <sighs> or whoever they're making these decisions these days. Like, who does that? Who's like, oh, yeah, man, the company's definitely to blame for that. Not everything needs to be watered down. Some <sighs> shit should just be common sense. And if you don't understand common sense, natural selection. Yeah. Survival of the fittest, baby. Yeah. And if you believe that Masonic penalties are real, then... Yeah. Um, Ah, back hurt, in the day, hurt anybody. sure. I'm, I mean, I'm sure back in the day, if somebody got their head lopped the hell off. Today, modern society, probably not. <laughs> no also, that is not one of our penalties. You're no, using that as not. an example. I'm just yeah. talking, and I don't think that actually ever happened. <laughs> to tell you the truth. I don't know if it did, but I'm just saying. Then again, back then they didn't have social media yeah. for some Karen to get on there and be like, "Yeah, somebody got their head lopped yeah. off." You know, like, I think at some point maybe it was literal, maybe, maybe. But I think I'm talking about even, like way back there, 16, 1700 yeah. Renaissance time, like yeah. way back in the day. But even if at the very beginning it was meant to be implied, I think that's still pretty. Like most people can look at that and say, "Yep, okay, so these guys are serious, whether they mean it or not. They are serious." So right. this is an important uh, oath that I'm taking. I don't know. I'm good at it. Yeah, it's interesting. <sighs> See what you did? I love that. this podcast. I love coming up here. It feels really good to record. But uh -huh. then when I start reading shit, like my, I start to get the shakes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the anger. I can see it welling <laughs> up within you. All right, let me continue on. Um, the level of mystery to be found in masonry is up to each individual member, which, much like witchcraft, um, masonry provides a place to experience many mysteries, but how those mysteries are interpreted and received will vary from person to person. Yep. 
much of the intrigue that attached to Masons today comes from rather speculative origins of the order. Yeah, we really. And here's the thing: I just want to be clear about this. Even Masons don't know how exactly we got started. Yeah, it's... we know that there was a recorded Grand Lodge meeting in 1700 in England. Yep. Okay, at the uh, Goose and Gridiron. But yep. It's just, and I've made this comparison before, it's just like the mafia. Mafia didn't just pop up one day and say, hey, let's start extorting people and, and embezzling money. Like, that right. didn't happen. It was going on before it became a known thing. Yeah, and you had things like uh, a lot of people, the literacy rate was a lot you know, lower back then. So mm -hmm. maybe that was the reason that things weren't being recorded. Or maybe, you know, prior to that, even though there was a Masonic... Okay. Yes. <laughs> Nice throw. <laughs> Even though there was kind of a Masonic fraternity, maybe it was not, you know, there, there, there weren't rules about making sure that everything is committed to paper. And right? I made so, it, like, written. Real quick, I just made an error. I made a folly. It wasn't 1700. It was 1717, the first grade. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I have a T-shirt that has that on it, but, you know, I wasn't going to call you out. Yep. So, I mean, there is. I, I don't know, man. I think there's probably. another bitch claw. I mean, white claw. Not quite yet. Okay. Yeah, but thank you. Slacker. Appreciate that. Continue. Waitress. <laughs> um, fuck. I don't remember where I was at now. Uh, we were talking about 1717. You had a t-shirt, and then we were talking about... Um, yeah, the origins the origin of the, uh, the, the penalties and stuff. It's We don't I, really know where we started. Like, we yeah. really don't. Like, it could have come from... I mean, there's there's writings in, in, um, in Scotland. In, yep. I gotta say this right before uh, Maguire rips my head off. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Yeah, I mean it's not. Some of it is is kind of obviously Masonic, but it's not verifiable, right? So there there is written records allusions going back, to it, right? Well, further prior to that, so we know that it existed. We just don't know kind of like in what form right. because we don't have minutes, for example. So yeah, when you have that type of um, mystique about you, they don't really know where you came from. Like, where did it come from? Yeah, sure, it draws some scrutiny. Yeah, um, um, that coupled with the fact that certain elements of the fraternity are secret, you know, it's just... <laughs> I mean, well, and, and I mean, realistically, if you think about it, I mean, religion goes through the same trials and tribulations. We oh, yeah. don't know where mankind came from, and, you know, religion says God created us. But there's no verifiable evidence that we came from God. It's more of a belief. It's, it's right, what do they call it? Have faith. A leap of faith. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that, that's why religion gets scrutiny. Because we don't yeah. really have, so it's no different than religion with us. Yeah, with, with that's true. Yeah, you know, if your origin story is a little muddied, it definitely uh, right. leaves room for speculation. I'm going with Enki. Um, Enki, yeah, Enki. I'm going with Enki. It's, it makes the most sense. Good old Zachariah Stitchin. He knew what was going on. Uh, let's see here. Um, depending on one, uh, depending on who one talks to, the Masons have either existed since biblical times. Eh, or were formed a little more than 300 years ago when four Masonic groups in London got together in 1717 and formed the Grand Lodge. <sighs> I'm going to go somewhere in between. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go somewhere in between. Do I think that they came from when they were building Egypt and everything or Jerusalem or whatever? No, I don't. I, I like to think that it came from maybe an amalgam of a couple different... Um, what do you call it? Mystery schools from back around that time, right? We, Greece, Egypt, maybe. But I don't think it goes much further back than that. I, I think, me personally, I think it's a combination of two things. One, it's it's an operative and a speculative thing. 
<clears throat> I'm a firm believer that that masonry got its its start in in stonemasonry. Right. They're building buildings, and realistically, think about it. And I said they made this comparison before. If you had the 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 power or the knowledge to build something, let's just say something grand. Something grand. Let's say like a teleportation machine. Okay. We'll go with teleportation okay. machine. You, Mr. Ken, Mr. IT, yep. you build a teleportation machine where you can teleport from your house to the podcast in two seconds. Man, that would certainly help with our content problems. But with... <laughs> <laughs> no, now I'm starting to like, figure out how I would do this. But machine. you can't build a teleportation machine yourself. You need a sec extra pair of hands. Right. So you're going to tell somebody, hey, man, I got this teleportation machine I need your help with. Okay, uh, but you, you can't, can't tell, tell anybody anymore. because they're going to steal my idea and then they're going to make money off it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Freemasonry in the stonemasons got started. You had a guy who's a stonemason can yep. build elaborate buildings and stones, and he taught an apprentice how to do it, and that's how the stonemasons got started. And yeah. there was that was where the beginning of the secrecy started. Is Make sure you keep your mouth shut because we don't want people stealing our craft yep. and stealing our money, and we can't get paid because now everybody knows how to do so this I shit. So I totally agree with you. My yep. point in the matter is that those modes of keeping things secret must right. have come from something prior. Well, and that's where I, I believe that, that the person who was a stonemason knew about these mystery schools right. and started hot. Not yeah, say the, hijacking. the guy that was the guild president was like, okay, here's here's how we're going to build our right. our wall of secrecy. And it was either one of two things. That's, that, that guild leader, if you will, yep. was either a high priest or somebody who was in that mystery schools who took those mysteries yeah, and yep. brought them to his little quiet fraternity of stonemasons, yep. guilds, yep, 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 yep. or <clears throat> they just adapted or adopted what they were seeing of those mystery schools, much yep. like the Elks Club did to us, or the the skull, like kind of what we were talking about, the skull and bones, or the, like they didn't, they they were either in the Masons and took yep. that ritual with them to form the new group, yep. or they just mirrored what we did. Yeah, for sure. So that's where I think it kind of comes from. I think it was both, both operative and speculative, and that got started, I don't want to say in Egypt, I don't want to say in... Well, it's more like medieval. If I would, oh, That's what I was going to go with. Yeah. I think, personally, this kind of got started near the Knights Templar, yeah. because the Knights Templar were building castles, churches, cathedrals, fortifications, and stonemasons were employed by the Knights Templar to build these grandiose because again Knights Templar weren't not they were they were a, an order of knights like and I also don't think it's just the Knights Templar I believe the Hospitallers and I believe the yeah. Knights of St. John and all these well, other building things like cathedrals is not like building like a hovel you know what I mean like it's right. a it was a super super skill like there was right it was in its, its entire whole body of knowledge that you could only get if you right. were specializing in that. So and yeah, I also weren't. I'm sure there weren't Knights Templars that were like. Well, here's the other thing. We know the Knights Templars went to the Mi Middle East. They got a whole bunch of knowledge. Like we know this because they came back Saracens, and yeah. this, they got knowledge from mixing with the lo local cultures. Yeah. And that's realistically after the Knights Templar and the Crusaders went to um, Jerusalem. That's when they came back and you started seeing the rise of Gothic churches. Yep. And I believe that was ancient, ancient architect. <laughs> I can't speak ancient architecture that was found in the Middle East and they brought it to the stonemason guilds and said, hey, you guys build shit. Try building this. Possible. And, and, think about this, 
if the Knights Templar didn't want the church to know where they got this hidden secret knowledge, they would also employ the stonemasons to keep their fucking mouth shut about where they got it. So yeah. there you're also getting a second form of secrecy of we need to keep our mouth shuts because if we don't, we're going to get the Knights Templar. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, so I mean, it's a theory. It's a theory. It's um, highly speculative, and it's based on no evidence No evidence whatsoever. Yeah, it sounds compelling. I like it. That's where I believe that the beginning started. Now, yeah. mind you, one of the things that uh, most secret groups do who are truly, quote, unquote, secret is they don't keep records of what the fuck they're doing. Mm. Because, again, look at Al Capone. Yeah. He got popped for tax evasion because somebody found his freaking his, his ledger. Right. Of money. And that's how they got him. Yeah. So realistically, I don't believe that these secret organizations are going to be keeping minutes no. and or names. Well, especially with how much control or, that, you know, the like the Catholic the church, church had, had at the time. Right. And so, like, you don't want to, you know. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could see that. It makes sense to Boy, me. Boy, I'm just a philosophizer. No, you are today. It's amazing. <laughs> so I think the forms and ceremonies of masonry as we know them today probably came from that period. But for right. sure, I think the secrecy, the fraternal, you know, the the fact that we're a, a group of like-minded men who get right. together. I think that whole kind of, and maybe even the, the symbolism, mm -hmm. some of the symbolism, yeah. came from prior to that. And I'd I mean, love to know from where. If you really coincide when Freemasonry started to actually put its shit on books... You're also coinciding with, A, the Great Schism between the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church. Yep. And on top of that, you're seeing the decline, for the most part, of the Catholic Church, where they... Maybe back, the very start of it. The very start they, of yeah, it, right? But you were saying, like, prior to then, they had an iron fist on yep. everything that happened. Yep. Uh, if they wanted a war to start or stop, it was done by the church. Yep. Um, if they wanted a... Um, you know, if they wanted a particular sect of groups like um, the 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 pagans to be gone, or what was the one in Spain that they went after and killed the Cathars? Oh, they yeah, wiped right. out the Cathars because that's what the church commanded. That's what they wanted. Yeah. In the 1700s and even the late 1600s, you started to see that kind of come to an end. Yeah, there was definitely no more, uh, you know, holy wars being decreed and so forth. I mean, there was still some, right. some, you know, so you get in kind less of less imperialistic things going on. But you yeah, get, you get in the kind of Catholic Church when Freemasonry got its rise, they pissed, a, they pitched a bitch about it, but you didn't really see it getting to a point where people were getting clipped because of it. Yeah, because I mean, it just really wasn't happening anymore because the church was losing its power, and they can't be like. They'd be like, oh, go kill that group of people. Fuck you. Like, it just wouldn't happen. Like, <laughs> so that's where Freemasonry, I feel like, got to a point, you know, again, we're talking. Where it could start putting. Where us. it could. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. You could start putting stuff on paper now yeah. because there wasn't so much of a worry of a, of a backlash, if yeah. you will, of we're going to get clipped on this. Until World War Two and the anti-Masonic Party rise and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't World War II. That was uh, Andrew well, Jackson's age. So that was well, Yeah, but I'm, until those periods of time, Freemasonry was pretty, you know, not... The last time Freemasonry got clipped at a large so-and-so, it was during the Nazis, yeah, realistically. World War II for sure, yeah. Anti-Masonic Party, they weren't killing Masons. They were more just denouncing them and trying to get rid of them. Right. Uh, whereas the Nazis, they were... But it might have been a, a valid reason, <clears throat> you know, to not have your name or publish your membership right. roles or minutes or whatever. Like, you right. know, 
<clears throat> because you may have a vested interest in not angering. So that's kind of where I'm going with where it started. I mean, I could be right. I could oh, be wrong. I'm sounds, usually wrong more than right. Reasonable. But, I mean, that's a plausible hypothesis. I think we're giving everybody something think to think about today. and research on their own, <laughs> which is really all we're trying to do. Right. Uh, let's get back into uh, witchcraft. Uh, the first Grand Lodge then claimed authority over all Masonic groups in England. Yeah, Grand Lodges, they tend to do that. While Freemasonry doesn't date back to biblical times, it certainly predates the 18th century and most likely emerged during the medieval period. Yep, you're right, yep. It's almost like you've read this article before. <laughs> I rest my case. Yep, okay. Um, slowly transforming from a guild of Scottish stonemasons into a strictly fraternal order. It's like I'm like Nostra dumbass or something like that. So, wait, you're over here stating the obvious based on uh, the oh, work of many, many that come before you. And there you go, like, Discord. Look at me. I, no, I we can make knowledge. that meme. Rather than having Nostradamus, they have my face there and call me Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> Get your Photoshop fired uh, up, gentlemen. See, this is what I do. I keep giving gifts. Yeah. Um, evidence of Masonry's roots in the medieval guilds can be seen in tools such as the square and compass, which would have been used by stonemasons to build churches and castles. Further evidence comes from a series of texts known as the Old Charges. I want to get my freaking hands on those so we can read them. Um, I think most of that is in the ancient landmarks. Uh, no. The Old Charges? Has it been watered down? Oh, I mean, it's. I'm sure it's been changed, but I think it's based on... I want on the, the original the old, old charges. charges. Okay. I want the originals, the OG ones. Okay. Do your research, people. They Find can... them for me, send them to Ken, because he can't send them to me anymore. What? Because I can, I'm capable of doing a Google search. All right. I don't, want make, the, don't make our people I want the, Google for it. Ah, which date from 1380 and provide structure and guidance as the behavior of stonemasons, along with instructions on how to run meetings? Beginning around 1600, a new series of rules, of course, uh, were applied to Masonic guilds, regulating their structure and assembly, and this eventually led to non-operative Masons, in term applied to people who joined the guild but were not actual stonemasons. Yep. Once people outside the actual profession of Masonry were allowed in, the medieval guild became a fraternal organization instead of a business group. Now, why are we talking about this? I want to get into the... Uh, I think they're just giving you kind of general. I know, but this has nothing to do with witchcraft. Yeah, but they don't know. I mean, they're educating you on Freemasonry because I think the expectation is that you know about witchcraft, but you don't know about Freemasonry. All That's right, kind of the tone of the article. I'll give it. Yeah, I'm going to skip ahead here yeah, because it's ahead. basically going down the whole rabbit hole of we know all this already. We know this shit. Yeah. Masonic initiation and elevation rites have been so influential over the last several centuries because they are designed to be transformative. Great. Mm -hmm. Not only do they reveal knowledge generally reserved for Masons, six, but they are offered previously hidden wisdom and often employ frightening and disorienting techniques that lead to an overly emotional state. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of broad brush, but yeah, I, I see where they're going. If you're including the chamber reflection, okay. Yeah, but, but also... There's nothing frightening about our normal rit ritual. Uh, maybe the last one. All right, I'll give you the last on one. Yeah, no, I'll give you the last on one. That. And maybe a couple other upstream in the appending bodies, but... Yeah. And I mean, the, these terms are kind of strong, and I know it's because they're derived, they're talking about it from, you know, the, 
from like a Wicca standpoint. We're also trying to get a shock value in the article to get listeners. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, disorientation. I mean, that's definitely a part of the ritual. It's not like we spin you around and like make you. The wonder ball goes around. Yeah, we don't do that. But like (laughs) give you a bat and try hitting a baseball with it. Like, yeah, we don't do that. (laughs) But when your ritual involves a little bit of disorientation, there's a reason behind it. Like we're Uh trying like there's a fraternal reason for that kind of a thing. We're not doing it to right. you know, straight up disorient people. But I would imagine there there are elements of the wicked ritual that are probably very similar and were probably derived. All right. Um the same things. Yeah, okay. The disorienting thing you sold me on. The the frightening <sighs> Yes and no. Again, if you're using the chamber reflection, that's meant to put a little freaking that's meant to tighten your sphinxter a little bit, I would say. Yep. Um, it's got a little bit of a shock value to it. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but there's um, nothing overt. There's nothing no. that we do for the sake of just you know terrifying. But I mean, somebody, for the most part, most of them aren't terrifying. No. They're more of a lesson. Yep. Uh, as we move later in this chapter into the ideas and practices found in many witchcraft rites pertaining to the initiation elevation, we'll see many of the same techniques and concept by the Mason. This is where I want to get into the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, this is talking about our ritual. We're going to skip past all this, uh, cause I want to get to the- quiet though out there. Um, I want to get to the, uh, yeah, there, there, see, we're just, uh, what, what, what the, f- where, where the hell? Oh, I'm going to be pissed if that's the end of the article because. They just talked about like the next chapter. How can they? How can they end the article after that? Cliffhanger. Um, I'm, just give me a second. Keep 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 following along here because I'm not seeing the Wiccan ritual rites. All right, yeah, of course it's not the end of the article. It's basically he's just talking all about what the Masons do, but they don't actually talk about the parallels with the parallels. Um. Uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. All right, so I'm gonna yeah, uh, keep just, talking. Just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up uh, witchcraft. No, why don't you go through the article? Because here's the thing: even if they're talking about Freemasonry, they're talking about the elements of Freemasonry that are akin to um, Wicca ritual and like their belief systems and so forth. So we might get some tidbits from that anyway. Um, or you can just throw it out whole hog and do I'm some throwing live research on the doing air. Some, doing some freaking research here. All right. God damn it! It's a book. Well, I'm gonna take. A, I'm gonna take this uh, opportunity to once again remind everyone that for five dollars or more per month, you too can join our Patreon, which gives you access to exclusive content, which we'll be creating much more of. Um, video vignettes. We have. Uh, Piss me off. <laughs> We have priority access to uh, certain events that only our Discordians and our Patreon followers have access to. You also get access to Discord, which is our chat, live text chat and video chat service. Uh, We have several channels set up on there for different topics, everything from general Freemasonry to the different appendant bodies. If you're a member of an appendant body, you get added to that channel, and you can talk about things that are specifically related to that body. We have some other fun things we do, like uh, fantasy football and some other kind of, you know. Which, by uh, the way, is starting soon. It is, and uh, that just reminded me that I have to go in and kind of, like, update my profile and everything. 
Um, we do have some kind of general chat as well. We've got some great people in there. Uh, brothers, not just brothers, but uh, in, uh, individuals that are interested in Freemasonry that may be petitioning Freemasonry. Uh, women, not just men. So it's a pretty inclusive community. Uh, and we talk about all kinds of interesting things, sometimes about Freemasonry and sometimes just about our general lives. So you get access to that, exclusive access to us through that. Um, and you also get the elusive gold tone freemasons podcast pin just for becoming a member of patreon you i'll give you a tip you could even join for one month and you'll still get access to that for one month but you'll still get the pin all right i got a little bit of something here and this is off of a book and it's called the square and the circle influences of freemasonry and wicca paganism and this is a book written by payama nabars yeah uh, <laughs> Wait, there was more <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So this description, this is a couple things, little it's uh, little excerpts from the book or whatever, and it says, And in this way truly are erected the holy twin pillars, Boaz and Jacob, hmm. kisses breasts. Whoa. What? Yeah. In beauty and strength, they were erected to the wonder and glory of all men. And this is from the Wicked Book of Shadows. On the face, it is nothing... On the face of it, nothing could be further apart than Wicca. The goddess, God... Oh, no, he's saying that this is... That there's no uh, parallels between Freemasonry and... No, 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 no. Okay. He's saying that's what our ritual is. That doesn't happen. Oh, that is not true. Uh, This is what happens when we Google stuff on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. You're getting it raw and uncut. Actually, probably not raw and uncut because we're probably going to edit this episode since we're not live. But under normal circumstances, when we broadcast live, you're getting yeah, this raw and uncut. Uh, okay, let's see here. This is an excerpt from the Wicca's teaching uh, in the charge of the goddess. Okay, so and that's one of their ceremonies? That's one of their ceremonies. Okay. And this, I'm just going to read it. I have not read it yet, So, but we're going to see if we can draw a parallel between the two, let's if do it. there's even... To thou who thinkest to seek me, know that thy seeking and yearning shall avail thee not unless thou knowest the mystery. If that which thou seekest thou findest not within me, within thee, thou wilt never find it without. For behold, I have been with thee from the beginning, and I, and that, and I am that which is attained in the end of desire." And the, the comparison is the same message is also given to all Master Masons in their third degree ceremony. An injunction to reflect on the most interest of all human studies, the knowledge of yourself. Mm-hmm. In both we can hear, still hear down the centuries the echoes of Plato's teachings in the Delphic Maxim at the Temple of Apollo in Delphi. Mary meet, Mary part, oh, there you go. What? That's where it comes from, right there. They're saying that this is part of a ritual in the third degree. Marry meet, marry part, marry meet again. Yep, so just not in so many words, but yeah, that's but probably they're what saying, their wording for it is, but yes, the they're concept saying is that the same. The it is degree. used in the third degree, and we teach Plato's in the Delphic Maxim at the Temple of Apollo. I can... Uh, and happy we have met, happy we have been, happy may we part, and happy meet again. Words spoken at the end of the second degree Masonic initiation. Not in the United States of America. Yeah, maybe not in so many words, but I understand what they're saying. I get what he's yes, saying, there is yes. Definitely and I think ours is, uh, uh, like you were saying, we meet on the level. So may we ever meet, act, and part. Yeah, so Automations meet by the level. 
how do Masons meet on the level? How do they act by the plum? And we depart upon a square, so we meet, act, and part. Right. That's what he's drawing. Yeah. And right? there's, there, there are like a, there's like a part of our closing prayer, I think, too, which is also similar. But, yeah, there's definitely that, that concept of, hey, we're better people when we're together. We should be better people when we leave. Oh. And hopefully we get to see each other again soon. Esty <laughs> has a Masonic spell. I want to know what it is. Wait, there's a Masonic spell? I don't know. It's some stupid link that I clicked on. Oh, man, you're going down the rabbit hole. No, there, it dude. brought me to SD page where you can buy shit, so clearly it's a fucking... Hmm. It's a... it's a. You can buy a spell? <sighs> you want my credit card? <laughs> Let's get crazy. Let's bust out the Ouija board. Come on, we got time. We're doing a doubleheader today. Uh, oh, here's one. History of the Wiccan phrase, so mote it be. Okay. Um, so Spoiler clearly, alert, came from us. Yeah, so apparently so mote it be is used at the end of many Wiccan and pagan... Spells and prayers. It is an archaic phrase that many people in the pagan community use, yet its origins may not be pagan at all. Yep. Uh, so may it be a Masonic tradition. Although paganism goes back way further than Freemasonry in its current form. So, Well, they're talking about uh, in Wiccan here. So uh, in so mode it be in Masonic tradition, occultist Aleister Crowley used so mode it be in some of his writings and claimed it to be an ancient and magical phrase. But it's very likely that he borrowed it from the Freemason. He didn't borrow it. He stole it. He didn't even make it to the freaking Master Mason degree because he was a fucking nut job. Yeah, but you know what? I think we probably got it from somewhere else, too. I don't think we were the origin of the phrase. I feel like I read an article about that at some point in the past. Like, it was used by certain sects of the church, perhaps? Something like that. <laughs> but, like, as a phrase, I mean, like, whatever. They're just words. But I think strung together that way, they were used by some other organization prior to us. and we Right. Um, and it actually says it's in the old charges of the Masonic, so that's probably the old charges, not the modern charges. But okay. the, so it at least goes back to the origin of modern Freemasonry. 1300s or yeah. so. Whoa. Uh, old charges or 1300s? That's what it said in the last article. It said 1380-something. Wow. So that would be the old charges used for operative the operative stonemason guilds. Correct. Yes. Interesting. we gotta, mm -hmm. we got to unpack those <sighs> at some we'll point dive in the near that. future. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah. Um, Oh, here we go. We got a name that we got attached to this shit. So uh, it's talking about Alistair Crowley, even though he's a freaking psychopath. Um, he, I want to be clear, he was a Mason to the fellow craft degree. He never made it to MM. And uh, yeah, I think he got kicked the fuck out. Yeah, not a, not a <laughs> spokesman of the fraternity at all. But he stole some shit and made his own group. Yeah. And then he did some crazy sex ritual shit in, somewhere in Italy, and we did a whole episode. You ever on see it. Futurama? That show Futurama? Nah, maybe yeah, one or like two. Bender, there's a robot who's like very funny, outspoken, right? And I know the like, robot. I don't know. I'm going to start my own Freemasonry with Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will get that out there. Yeah. Not George. But um, no, I, it's still funny. Uh, so anyway, he's saying he borrowed it from the race and he stole it because um, yeah. he took it and then he hauled ass. It is the equivalent of amen or as God wills it to be. Yep. True. Gerald Gardner, a founder of modern Wicca, was also believed to have Masonic connections. Shocker. Um, although there's the same question about whether or not he was a master Mason as he claimed to be. Uh, here's the problem with this, okay? There are so many people that use the title Master Mason or Freemason as a... Uh, 
like a power title. As like an honorary title. Honorary, oh, po- yeah. not an honorary, but like a power title. Okay. Like, oh, I'm creating this new group because I've been in free. I'm a master, mason. A master yeah. mason. Yeah. yeah. And people go, oh, you're a master mason. Yeah. And then they follow you to Italy and do weird sex things like Aleister Crowley did. So that's the downside of when people, and they may not even be Master Masons. Because realistically, and again, I'm not shitting on the Wiccan community. Please don't take it that way. I'm just saying that there are people who take advantage of people. Uh, Like Aleister Crowley. Jim Jones. Yeah. He was spoken to by God, apparently. Everybody believed he was a freaking, he was a prophet. Next thing you know, you're drinking Kool-Aid and all kinds of other crazy shit in some place called Jonestown. Like, Mm. there are people that that take titles and names and things and they manipulate them to their own benefit. Mm -hmm. Because, I'm sorry, if he started the Wiccan thing, I guarantee you there had to have been some monetary form of, you need to pay us in order to be part of the Wiccan community. I could be wrong. Well, hold on. Uh, point of clarification. Was Aleister Crowley, like, is he, like, the patron, like, the, the founder of the Wiccan religion? I don't think he's, like, affiliated with it at all, right? No, he he's just not. He like, went on his own crazy bad He was shit just thing. his own... You know, They're saying this guy, Gerald Gardner, was the founder of Modern Wiccan. Okay, there you go. Um, and there's a question on whether or not he was... If you can't... I'm sorry. So, in modern day, you can definitely authentic authentize authenticate authenticate thank you you're welcome um if somebody's a mason or not yeah it's very simple very easy you call up the grand lodge and you can say hey i have a long lost grandfather who uh i think was a freemason can you find out if he was and grand lodges will literally go in they'll pull your little index card and they'll give you all the dates about initiated raised yeah and and it's usually the historian either the grand historian or the lodge historians and look that's what they love they yeah. put those jobs because they love the history. Yes. So they're more than willing it to help It is not hard to find out if somebody was a Mason or not. not so if there's no. a question if he was a Mason, he was not. He probably wasn't, yeah. No. It's not like the lodge burned down and they lost all the records or something. Right. Uh, regardless, it is no surprise that the phrase turns up in contemporary pagan, pact- pagan practice considering the influence that the Masons had on, on both Gardner and Crowley. Oh, Okay. Uh, what? Regardless, there's no surprise that the phrase turns up contemporary pagan practice, considering the influence that the Masons had on both Gard, Gard, Gardner and Crowley. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know saying, if the Masons had influence on them. No, I think no, it's no. the other way around. I th- that, that's what I think they're alluding to, is the fact that, you know, they were impressed by Freemasonry and its rituals, not that yeah, again, we I just want to be taught clear. them or something. Freemasons don't sit there and tell you, hey, go join a circle and resurrect some demons. And again, I'm being sarcastic. I'm being funny. Please don't take offense to this Wiccan people. But it's not like, hey, let's I go. I don't think that's what Wiccan. The Wiccan I don't know what the hell they do. All I know, do this is the problem. with. There's with, definitely nothing about demons. Here's the problem with pop culture. All I pick is, all I see in my head is that freaking, the, the, the short-haired dark chick um, in, in the movie The Craft. Oh, or those girls in Charmed. The, no, I've never seen the movie, and I refuse oh, to watch it. Oh, Dude, it was a I'm TV show. At um, any rate. Um, so we're showing our ignorance just like, you know, we're trying to dispel the ignorance right. of the rest of the world about Freemasonry, but we clearly don't know what we're talking about no in terms idea. of Wicca. So, yeah, please don't. Well, that's please, why we do these episodes. Please don't we try to offense. make comparisons, and that's what we do. Yeah, don't take offense. We're just stupid. But I'm just saying, Freemasonry didn't influence people to go sit in a circle and do their thing, because that's not what we do. Nor no. did we influence Crowley to go on a freaking sex island in the middle of freaking Italy and do all kinds of crazy shit. Ew. No, n- what we're into <laughs> is more, um, you know, 
building ourselves, right? Becoming better human beings. Um, there's a lot of symbolism in how we teach those types of lessons. So I'm sure a lot of that made its way into Wiccan and other religions, I'm sure. Um, and symbolism. We're way into symbolism. All which right. goes back to our roots and goes back to the fact that we used to be a bunch of operative stonemasons. And I'm sure most religions love symbolism. Some are completely against it. And, you know, there can't be any idols or whatever. Mm. Um, but I would imagine in most cases, you know. So I got a little something on this Somoted B thing. Okay. Uh, first appeared in the poem called the Hallowell Manuscript and the Regulus, Reg, Regius poem. We we've covered those, I think. The Regius poem. I think we have covered that. Uh, Maybe Hallowell, briefly. That name that name rings a bell. We'll too. have to we'll have to dig deep dive into those. Described uh, described as one of the old charges. Okay, of a Masonic tradition. Oh, it is not that clear. came from the Regius man. Uh, that's what it says. That's okay, so we did cover read. that. Yep. We just yeah, it was just a different term. Okay. Um. It's not clear who wrote the poem. It passed through various people until it found its way to the Royal uh, excuse me, Library and to the British Museum in 1757. The poem, written around 1390, includes 64 pages written in rhyming copulates mm-hmm. in Middle English. Jesus Christ, I am not reading that. I think we Holy tried shit. reading it once. Maybe we'll take another crack at it. Maybe uh, I'll try. It's Big translated as 15 articles. They were sought in 15 points. They were wrought. Yeah. It tells a story of the beginnings of masonry, supposed to be in ancient Egypt. Okay. It claims that the craft of masonry came to England during the time of King Athelisson during the 900s. Athelisson. What the? Try again. (laughs) Athelisson. Where are we here? Oh, uh. Athelisson. 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 Got it. Took me a minute. Sorry. Uh, The poem explains different of 15 articles and 15 points of moral behavior for all masons. Okay. Yeah, and most of them are, if you read them, they're very, very oh. similar to the ones that we talk about today. The Hollowell Manuscript is the oldest genuine record of the craft of masonry known. The poem, however, refers back to an even older known manuscript. Oh, interesting. The final line of the manuscript is translated from Middle English. Thank you for translating, because I can't read for shit when it does not English. And I can't even read English half the time either. Christ, then of his high grace, save you both wit and space... Well, this book to know and read, heaven to have for you to mead. Reward. Amen, amen, so mote it be, so say we all for charity. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So say So we now all. let's just go off on a tear here. No wasn't, more articles. Wasn't so say we all what they said uh, instead of so mote it be on the Battlestar Galactica? On, in the new Battlestar Galactica? Never so say it. we all, no? Never seen it. Okay, might be time to... Um, you know. So let's just go off on our own little tear. Let's let's do uh, comparisons of things that we know of witchcraft. Uh, most witchcraft speaks of peace, being yep. one with nature, similar to Freemasonry. Um, we we I don't know if we dive deep into the nature part of it, but no, we we talk more about like the human life cycle, right? Like the the phases of a man's life kind of thing. But well, we de- there's definitely nature derives we, in uh, the the middle chamber. Yes, but like, we're not we're not whole hog about it. Where I think uh, in the Wiccan religion, it's very like yeah, very earth don't shit where you eat destroy your freaking community and shit and like wall, that. Yeah. Just, you know, and I'm talking about the I'm not talking about the people who dye their hair freaking pink and put black freaking. Uh, contacts in their face and they're covered in tattoos and shit emo people goth 
like that type of Wiccan. I'm talking about like the I other end of it. Those you know, the, where you go I think into they're generalizing based on people's. I'm not generalizing. I'm talking about like there, there, there are extremes of both. Okay. Yeah. Fair you point. have Freemasonry, you which is mainstream masonry. What we do, you know, which is, and then you have your um, Clandies, <laughs> who okay. take the Masonic ritual. To a whole nother level. Again, I spoke to somebody who used to be a Clandy, and he mm. was beaten with paddles during his Master Mason degree. Yeah. Like, that's taking shit to the extreme. So There are others whose dues are like seven or $800 a year yeah. or something, and they're getting insurance benefits as part of it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, supposedly yeah. you're getting insurance benefits. You're getting fined like fucking $5,000 and stuff like that for, I don't know, speaking against the Grand Master or some shit like that. Yeah. Like so, there's the extreme end of it as well. Just like in Wiccan, I imagine there are the people you go into their little Wiccan shops. In in giving a little shout out here, I don't even know if the lady knows about us, but uh, there's a little Wiccan shop in uh, Old Mystic Village. Where you going there? Okay. And they got stones and stuff, and it's all peace and tranquil music, and they got all kinds of shit up like that. But it's 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 a Wiccan shop, and you can buy sage, and you can buy like you know, energy stones and shit like that. But that's cool, peaceful end of it. Yeah. And then you get the other end of it, who does crazy devil worship and shit too. Yeah. So, but I think if you if you talk to anybody, and you get extremes in everything, even religion. You yeah. get you get the people who go to church every Sunday, and then you get Waco, Texas. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think if you talk to anybody who's a mainstream Wiccan, and you talk about those kinds of things, I think they'll tell you that those people aren't part of their religion; they're offshoots, right? Whereas the Clandies, just exactly. <laughs> I was gonna. So. We got to be careful because if we say that there's like extremes in that religion where it's like people go off the rails and like try to raise right. demons and stuff, it's like it's not the case. No, yeah. those people are the movie. The craft is just about. a movie. Yeah, but people take that movie as being that's what it's all about. Unfortunately, right? Just like a lot of people just, take Freemasonry as what they saw in the Freemason that freaking oh, D-list God. crappy. Yeah, that was. Garbage. Or or it's it's uh, National Treasures, the other yeah. movie one. No, yeah. we don't have tunnels dug somewhere. I mean, there's no national treasure trove somewhere that the Freemasons are keeping secret. No, like, not that I found yet. But again, it's it's satire. It's movie culture. So you got to kind of meet a middle ground there that you know are we secretive no. yes but do we have like underground hidden treasure troves no i'm driving a piece of shit 2011 jeep liberty with a rust spot in the back if there was a treasure trove, i would have fucking known about it at this point yeah you know the conspiracy theorists will say of course he drives a shit box because <laughs> if he showed everyone that he was driving around in a brand new sl after he uh becomes a freemason then that would let the cat out of the bag you leave high ho silver alone who? Hi-Ho Silver. Who's Hi-Ho Silver? The one before was Black Betty, but I blew the tranny in it twice. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that car, too. <laughs> Everybody names their car. What's yours, bitch? No, I actually never named my car. Never named any of your cars? Never named any of my cars. Really? You know who I know that My names? Jetta was called the Red Rocket. I had a 94 every, Jetta. Every girl I've ever dated named her car. What the fuck? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm saying guys don't name their cars, man. Yes, you do. I had a buddy of mine, Dan Bello. He had a freaking uh, Trans Am. He called it the Thunder Chicken. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. That's more like a nickname. It's not like he like talks to his car. <laughs> you guys help us out. Like, Leave some <sighs> comments and let us know if this is actually a thing or I'm if I'm correct. I'm catching shit. Don't need to name our vehicles or any of our possessions because anthropomorphizing our things is probably not psychologically healthy. <sighs> Continue. You name your guns? 
I do. There we go. <laughs> I made my point. I rest my case. They mean something different. You know? Again, I'm carrying sweet, sweet Lucinda right now. Oh, sweet, sweet <laughs> Lucinda. <laughs> Best name ever, by the way. If I ever named my car, that's what I would name my sweet, car. Sweet, sweet Lucinda. Lucinda. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What do you say, Kenny? I think we're good. I, I think, think we're we, good we wrapped it up pretty well for so. the source material that we had. And if uh, you guys want to hear more about this topic, please let us know. Or if you have more information about this topic, maybe you are a Wiccan and we got some stuff wrong. Entirely probable, by the way. Most likely. Let us know and we'll clear it up for you. We definitely want to at least try to learn. We should be good for next week to record, I'm hoping. Yeah. Next uh, Sunday or Saturday. Sunday so, for sure. Sunday for sure. Then Sunday it is. We'll be yeah. back. So. Yep. For the Freemasons Podcast, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am right Worship Brother George Mudry signing off. And Worship Brother Ken signing off. Have a good one, everyone. Take care, friends.